another episode of the WASD and Beyond podcast, early edition. Yes. Thank fucking God, Evan. I Evan's have... a good boy. Dude, look Jet at this. Puffed ma- people, uh, people listening can't see, but uh, there are many marshmallows. A lot of them. I know... We were just... See, these see, are I nice because I, I don't like marshmallows. Like I don't like the soft, chewy, like gooey stuff. I'm not like I'm not about that. I like these, though, because they're, yeah. they're like little candies almost. They're They're hard. But they still, they're just, they're, they're nice to eat, which is hilarious because okay. we were just talking about cutting it. Like you were talking about how you were cutting out sugar, which actually this doesn't have a lot of sugar in it. It's only four grams. So these are actually pretty low. Oh, I'm sorry. That's like four that's grams per two tablespoons. Oh, that's actually, that's, that's actually not, per serving. still not that bad. <laughs> yeah. How many servings are in this? 17 servings. So that's a lot of sugar now that we think about it when you eat a whole thing of this. So. Well, if you eat the whole well, fucking container right off the um, rip, right? Anyway, moving on. Uh, no, I have it like oh, throughout man. the day, more or less. Like, I, but I don't finish one the whole day. Oh, yeah, well, it's like it's if like you're a snack. crazing, and you're still walking around yeah, burning calories and all that. You're fine. Um, but yeah, no. So yeah, how have you been? Good. Um, just been playing a lot of New World. Hopped into that beta. I, 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 if yes, I, I was in yes. the alpha, correct? Yeah. Yeah, so I was in the alpha of that, and it was not in a rough stage even at that point. It's not in a rough stage right now. It's right, a lot of okay. the same questing, though, right? Like, you go to a town, go hunt this wolf, go, go hunt 10 wolves, then 10 wolves becomes 15, 15 becomes X, you know what I mean? Like, that's all it really okay. is. I haven't gotten to my first dungeon yet. Um, it's cool. Like, I'm having fun with the crafting. I'm having fun with the uh, exploration of it, but there's a lot. Okay that I'm waiting to see. There's no mounts yet. There is uh, no cancel animation when attacking. So say like you really, like you, you you're can't. in a bind, you need you to cancel the animation. Okay. Can't do it. So like you're already, you're already swinging and like this enemy will just get like a fucking thousand hits now okay. and on you and it just fucks you up. So it's like a cancel animation right there would be intuitive and you would think that would just be a staple and yeah, like right clicking like or something just stops opinion. it. Um, yeah, just stop right. it or throw up a shield, like something. Okay. Like it's, you know, it's not like. I think I'm spoiled because, like, when oh, you play Mordhau or uh, yeah, Chivalry, like, it's so it's so smooth right. to a degree. But like when you're swinging, you can fucking quickly throw up a shield right. or like kick someone back, and like, I understand this is an MMO, and there's not a lot of it attention go to as, that sort of detail. Because I mean, yeah, that's that's like, what Mordown and Chivalry are about, right? That's their primary focus is the uh, is the sword right. play and the combat. So I could see 
Right. But here's my thing. It is. We're in the year 2021. MMOs don't have to look like World, they can War, look pretty uh, World of Warcraft anymore. You can. This game looks pretty, but they don't have to play like World of Warcraft either. It doesn't have to be so stiff. Funky. It doesn't have to be so yeah. goofy, almost wonky. Like you can make a game that plays like any other fucking adventure action game with key bindings, with magic, with all this crazy shit, and still make it a fluid game. I'm not saying this game yeah. is not going to be fluid. This is a beta. So I'm not trying to knock this and kick it while it's in beta. That's bullshit when people do that. But John did bring up a good point. Uh, our buddy Laughing Madman, or John, and he was like, nowadays when a beta is given to us, you can almost oh, assume it's the finished game. Point. Especially when it's this... Well, when it's this close out, the game comes out in 30 days. There's not a lot. There's not a August lot that can be changed from now to then. Like, there's not going to be any drastic changes. If there well, is, yeah, that's and then that brings its own crunch. set of issues that people will have a problem with. Which I mean, and people already hate Amazon. They, yeah. I mean, we need Amazon, right. but we no, already but hate. But there are people We're who, get who will, that. but like, complain about the game not being in a good state, and then the developer will go, "Okay, well, now it's crunch time for the next." two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, six weeks, whatever. And then those same people will then go, well, why are you making them work so hard? It's like, well, we can't get what you want in a timely fashion that I think you're expecting. And I mean, every industry yeah. deals with crunch at one point or another. Well, and, yeah. and it's just in different seasons in different, you know, times, that kind of thing. Tesla has their, like, as an example, Tesla has their it own sort sucks, of crunch right, when but... it comes to pushing out a new car, getting something done for an investor meeting or for a quarter, right? Like they have to get done by then. Same thing with game companies. I mean, Red Dead 2 got a whole bunch of hate. Rockstar got a whole bunch of issues with that. And it was like, it was completely overblown too, because they got, everybody's like, can you believe they're making everybody crunch? And the Sam Hauser, I think, who's like the founder of Rockstar was like, I'd like to point out that when I said that we were crunching, I meant the senior writing team and me, which is basically five people. And it wasn't for, and it wasn't for like this long period of time where it was like (laughs) three years of us developing the game. And we just were crunching every day, day in and day out. It wasn't like that. It was like, it was like for two months we crunched real hard or like not even, I think it was a couple weeks. So, I mean, I get it. I can see what uh, John's saying. I can see that where it's like the game is basically not going to be changed by much. You know, there'll be a little bit more polish. There'll be a little bit more uh, time. Animations will be more fluid, maybe that kind of thing. But at the end of the day, it'll it'll be more optimized. Right. But it's not going to be something completely different from what you're playing right now. So I can see that. No. And I think there's a lot they'll add in later game. Like mounts, I don't think they're not going to add a mountain. Mounts are staple in MMO, which John also pointed out. And yeah, it's true. They are yeah. staples in MMORPGs. So yeah, I'm, I'm digging it. Um, I don't know. what I, if, if you're really in an MMOs and you are itching to play something new that doesn't have a subscription fee yet, um, yeah, it's 40 bucks. Go for it. It's, it's, it's a fun little game. Yeah. Not little, but it's a fun game that I think if you like MMOs, this is probably right up your alley um on that yeah ain't shit going on uh covid's going crazy again it's pretty cool to, uh, pretty good I mean, stuff I right i didn't really even notice right? much of that happening right now just because i was in target literally 10 minutes ago before we did this and uh i had to go with my sister because she had to pick yeah. some stuff up and, and whatnot and i was walking around and business as usual for a lot of people a lot of pretty people walking around. Didn't talk to any of them. Had a little bit of an anxiety attack. Had a had a Patrick Bateman moment in the store, oh but it's all good. God. So, no, no, it was it was it was fine. I, I had a <laughs> nice little time walking around. I picked up some some stuff for dinner today, but uh, I was looking for 
computer stuff, like uh, maybe a new uh, SSD, did not find one. They were completely gone. So yeah. that was pretty nice. Love that. Thank you, Target. Thank you, Target. Um, Gotta love it. Thank you very much. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, I haven't been up to much. I've been playing GTA. New update came out this week, Los Santos Tuners. So emphasis on cars. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. They have an LS car meet, which I cracked John up yesterday because we were we were memeing on on Lucas, your your brother, because he would talk about going to car meets. And we all we all thought that was like pretty stupid. And yeah. then I, we were in the Los Santos car meet. And I was like, this is what Lucas thinks he's doing. But it's not. I was like, it doesn't look nearly as cool as this. <laughs> just uh, absolutely. I mean, you know, oh, probably yeah, not, you like it. You like hey, it. But I, we were just it. cracking up when we were thinking about that because he would talk about going to him. And we were like, oh, so this is what he thinks he's doing. But uh, no, like that's been a lot right. of fun. I like driving in those games. Uh Funny enough, I think I'm the only one that out of everybody in the server who plays GTA uh, uses their keyboard to drive. I know a lot of the times when I was playing with friends, they would grab a controller whenever they drive or fly. And uh, yeah, I, see, I just, I, no, I'd use a keyboard if I was allowed to <laughs> yeah, drive. And that's for an entirely different reason. Um, but like I, I've, I've always <laughs> driven with the keyboard and it just it's easier to micro correct things because all I have to do is tap a tap D and I see that instant reaction. So it's like, OK, I got this. Yeah, and it's absolutely. it's hilarious playing with John because John uses a controller and he's a terrible driver. Like he's the worst. I like we were driven. We were driving identical yeah. <laughs> cars yesterday in a time trial and I was getting 58 seconds, 59 seconds, 57 seconds on my runs as I was going through. And he was at a minute 10, a minute nine a minute eight and i was like maybe it's because you're using a right. controller like you might you could unconsciously like Probably not even so. be thinking about it you might be like pushing your thumb on the stick to a certain degree and now it's making you drift a bit more you're not thinking about maybe you're putting just a little bit of pressure on the left trigger so it's activating as a break when you don't need it to you know that kind of stuff but um now i've been playing a lot of that I've been playing uh right some red dead 2 single player need to play more of the online to make my purchase of gold worth oh yeah it. um just have to uh, <laughs> trying to find role playing games to, to play. So did some G mod, uh, trying to gear oh, up yeah. to play yeah, some yeah. squad and hell at loose. Hell at loose comes out officially next week, uh, out of early access or whatever. That's sweet. So yeah. That should be pretty exciting. I want to play some squad and it's, it's just a, it's a problem because I, I load these games up and I want to play them. And then I go, do I really want to be yelled at by someone who is like, just thinking I'm an idiot? when it's like i'm just i don't play this game that often so like maybe i am an idiot in your eyes but i mean at the same time you know you gotta cut me a little bit of slack just because i don't know anything um right so yeah like i want to play those games then i load them up and then it's like i had a good conversation with will our friend will about this and I, he was just like yeah this is he's like they're gonna do that they're gonna get mad at you and they're gonna be upset with you and they're gonna you know bitch but it's it's one of the thing where it's like I'm cool with it if they're gonna bitch at me, but I'd prefer if they did it in a way that was constructive, not a way that was going. What are you doing, you fucking idiot? Like stop this. It's like that doesn't help me. But if you say, if you say yeah, like, hey man, I see what you're helps. doing. It doesn't really work out too well. Maybe you try this instead. That would be a little bit more of a, a helpful thing to new players and whatnot. Um, and Will pointed out something very good too. Yeah. He's like, Squad is a lot of veterans from Project Reality, which was the mod a battlefield two mod that came out. That was the precursor to squad or like the same sort of idea. So 
he's like so that's probably why too is a lot of these people are so used this is the only game they play or like this is like this is the major genre they play right. so it's all squad it's all hell let loose it's arma 3 you know people who are used to these games which is fun i want to play those games i want to get into them it's just hard to find a good community like well that and like once you start playing with your friends like it's really hard to get like say, especially our server where that, we all hop right? around a lot it's, it's, it's also hard to, hard to especially because uh, our good friend Elliot, who is like, uh, you want to play squad, you want to play Arma, you want to find a server or a community to join in. They're doing like co-op real tactical shit. And then there's Elliot who's like, haha, I'm going to shoot my teammates. And it's like, oh, you, uh, oh, yeah, you he definitely certainly time? shoots me, uh, <laughs> certainly shoots Julian and Matt, you know, and it's like. Uh, All the people that he knows. He will yeah. make irate. Yeah. Yeah. He knows he that. He goes for it. Yeah. He knows how to piss dab, you dab, off. Dab, 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 dab. And then he, he uses that in the setting or context of, hey, I'm playing with this new community. I'm playing squad, trying to have a good time, you know, be real tactical and serious and that kind of thing. And then he's just like, I'm going to toss a grenade in front of the squad and see what happens. It's like, we're in a, we're in a bunker. There's no way we can go. Yeah. The only way you're throwing <laughs> that grenade is the only door out. He's like, I know. <laughs> we're going to see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Have fun. Have fun, it's like, figure it out. Ass. Like, yeah. We just want to have a little bit of fun and enjoy it. But uh, all those games that I just said, Squad, certainly uh, Hell Let Loose, and Arma to a degree, although Arma can be switched between third person and first person, that's our topic today. First person shooters. Tried to segue that. Yes, um, absolutely. absolutely. So where do you want to start with uh, first person shooters? The beginning? The beginning of time. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, I'll start at the beginning, man. So... We don't have to. We, I don't want to. We'll save like the history and all that. I think, but I really want to dive into like our personal experiences and like the first games in this genre that really hooked us. Because for us, our entire server is, with the exception of a few people, I think it's the only all mainly first-person shooters. Is Nick, like John, Steve. They do play first-person shooters, but they can also gravitate well, like, towards like a Minecraft. They can do they can do those, but I was going to say, in terms of a person like who sticks out to me that is not good and does not play them primarily would be Nick. Good Nick, like he is. He he plays. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's he more so MMO guy. He's played Siege. He's played COD. He's played uh, uh, Overwatch with me plenty of times, and he's played Arma too. He's played Arma uh, as well, which is always really fun. But when you typically talk to him, what is he playing? He's playing WoW. He's playing. Uh, smite you know he's playing something different he's not playing a, a first yeah. shooter and yeah everybody else primarily will play them but they can go to gravitate to other games but more often than not we are a first person shooter community we, that's all we play siege overwatch i mean overwatch is not something we really play at all right. thank god but you know you have all uh, mostly shooters, <laughs> even if they're not first person we're playing you know gta red dead those aren't first person you know not made for it but those are still shooters that we all play and can have fun with so yeah i mean oh yeah yeah i mean yeah for me i think a couple of the games that really started me on this path of what i play now like i i'll go right right to doom the beginning i'll start right at fucking doom um right on a fucking floppy disk dude you know my uncle had it we had it we we had just gotten a computer in my house and i don't know i was i was probably like okay six maybe and he's like here t- try the try he like, gave me like a box and it was it had like star some star wars x-wing game uh doom 
Wolfenstein 3D and a couple other games, but Doom and Wolfenstein like really stuck out to me, right? Because the box art, I was like, wow, this yeah. is fucking crazy looking. I got to play this shit. And I did. And I was like, oh, wow. Like, I fucking, this is what I like to do. And, you know, from like, you know, playing Doom to Wolfenstein to fucking Quake to Marathon, which Marathon okay. is Bungie's like first game before Halo. You know what I mean? Like, that shit came out before Halo. Like, a lot of people don't talk about Marathon, but it's there. Um, you know, to then getting into the games like Duke Nukem and fucking, you know, Halo and shit like that. Like, but Doom and Quake and Wolfenstein, all id software titles are what got me started in video games. And they just have to be first person shooters. You know what I mean? And then you get the multiplayer aspect or the land partying, which I did a lot with uh, my buddy Ed. And we would play, uh, we'd play the, uh, original alien versus predator games i got you so avp and avp2 on like on through game spy and that was like discord and team speak before discord and team speak i think team speak was around but we we, we would play on Hell game yeah. spy and those games really stuck out to me as well like obviously i'm a big alien versus predator fan i have a fucking avp tattoo across gamer. my entire back so that game always yeah gamer moment but yeah i mean I, I can still remember loading up Quake One and just shredding through that fucking game and getting my ass kicked in that game, and then Quake Two, and then Quake Arena came came out, and that was just all the time playing that online all the time, or going to Ed's house and like land, playing land doing land parties with Quake Arena or Unreal Tournament. Like these are all the games that molded yeah. me as a gamer. And those are all now called boomer shooters. Which is so hilarious because that's old, not, and, but, and there's no, there are very little boomers, I'm assuming, who were playing video games in like 1997, 96, 98. My dad, my dad was, and no, uh, not. for fun fact, he's 49. Now, our viewers, I'm going to let you guess what generation he's a part of. Hint, it's not boomer. It's not. I don't, th- I don't think a lot of people know who boomers are. Boomer's not even my grandma. My no, grandma's the not. silent generation. Like my dad's siblings are boomers. Yeah, my my grandma was born Is in she? 1930, so she's a silent generation. But my dad's uh, two brothers and and his sister they were all born in like the late 50s, 60s. So they're all baby boomers. But he was born in 72, uh, so he's okay, part gotcha, of the Gen gotcha, X group. Gotcha. So the, the, yeah, yeah, the, the Gen, Gen X crew X cracks crew. me up too because they. Uh, <laughs> they're also in that same sort of vein of like, leave us alone. Let us do what we want. And like, that's what my dad did. He's like, I'm going to play. That's what it's just how you were describing it, which reminded me of how he would tell me stories too, about how for him, it was the same thing. All of his friends would come over to his house. They'd bring their computers and they'd play something together. And, uh, you know, doom and quake. Yeah, definitely. Were those games like he talks about them too. Not all the time. They, they, they were important pivotal moments for him. Quake more so than doom. I think. Oh yeah. Quake is like, I mean, that's one of like the most Doom and Quake, in my opinion, at least, are are two of the most important games that have come from this genre and really helped spawn what we have now. Without Doom yeah. or Quake, we don't have Halo. We probably still get yeah. Call of Duty, right? But like those games really helped cement yeah. what the online would be: deathmatch, capture the flag, domination type shit. Like those games are why this exists now. And without these games, like. I, I don't think we'd have a lot of like the more innovative games out nowadays. Gears of War, uh, 
anything like the Apex, like obviously, like it would have to start somewhere. But now without these yeah. games, it wouldn't be the same. These these games really changed history of gaming. So, but yeah, that's that's where I first started playing games, right? Like on PC. I mean, then obviously I got right. my Xbox and then Halo, right? But um, for you, I'm a wee lad. You're, you're, you know, you're yeah, you're, you're nine years younger than I am, which it really isn't that much, but. In, in in the span oh, yeah. of this industry, it actually it is because like in well, nine years, like, a lot happens. I in wasn't gaming. even alive for Doom and in, Quake. I wasn't even around. I wasn't first. Sh- yeah, I was first bar- shooter I, was barely I played. A human. <laughs> first game I played was actually probably uh, Ratchet and Clank and Sly Cooper. So I was a bit more of an adventure action adventure uh, right. kid, and I still Sly Cooper is one of my favorite all time favorite heroes. And uh, Sly Cooper, I think it's, uh, I think it's. Uh, two or three was uh, one of my I can't remember which one it might have been three I don't know it's whichever one of the Sly Cooper games where you have to go to different locations and gather the the gang to steal the Thebius Raccoonus that was like my favorite one it was just it was so interesting you know going from like <laughs> dude going from like uh, I miss those Italy games. or whatever to um, I remember you would go to Japan and like you went to all these sort of different locations yeah. like Holland <laughs> and it was like the coolest it was the coolest thing because it was you just got to yeah. play in like these super different areas and have all these sorts of crazy missions switching from like murray uh uh the, the i think he's a hippo right and then you had um bentley was the turtle and then you yeah. had obviously sly and carmelita fox and all these other crazy it was just it was interesting they all were so cool to me but the first in terms of fps games the first ones that i i started playing was definitely call of duty i remember playing call of duty one and call of duty two yeah. and and uh running through as the um like the Soviets you were playing as one of the Russians during the uh, the bombing of Stalingrad or something like that. You literally get off the boat and you just have to run straight up and uh, take cover from machine gun fire and all this other stuff. And I was like, this is the coolest shit I've ever played. And um, all those, <laughs> those games were always fun to me. I think Call of Duty 2 was probably uh, at the time my favorite because again, it was actually just like the Sly Cooper uh, game I was just talking about where I think COD 2, you had you played as the British for a couple of missions and you played as the Americans for a little bit as well. And you played as the French, you had all these sorts of different combined stories. They never, I don't think they actually came together, but they all were separate. So you had playing as the Brits in uh, North Africa. And then you went from that to playing as the French in Europe. And then you went from that to playing as the Americans at the end of the war. I thought that was really interesting. Um, and then from there, though, the oh, real yeah. one I think that made the most major impact on me was Medal of Honor Pacific Assault. Beautiful game. Oh, fuck yeah. Beautiful dude, game to play in, as incredible. a kid, like just blew my mind in terms of the the depth I felt playing that. Uh, it was also the story it was like, oh, my gosh, you know, it's not just these aren't just, yeah. you know, random faces and I don't just have a last name and I don't just sit there and let people talk to me and me not respond because I'm a silent protagonist. This was a game where it's like, no, I am Tommy. I am responding to people. I'm talking to Frank and, and uh, I can't remember the other guy's names. It's been so long. Actually, it hasn't even been that long. I think I played it last year, but I just forgot. <laughs> I, I just forgot about, I you forgot did. their names, but like, I, that was the most amazing thing. Playing the Pearl Harbor mission right at the beginning and reliving this moment of history and the confusion yeah. that they captured so well, because they were, you know, it was one minute in, in game. Literally, it was one minute you, you were watching these guys get reprimanded for looking at like a, a nudie mag. And then the next minute there were 
Japanese fighters flying overhead. And they were like, who is that? And they're like, look at the meatballs on the wings. That's the ja- the Japanese. I was like, that's crazy. And um, going oh from that God. and then to finishing the game, it was, uh, you know, there was a story behind it. There was fun and humor and, and saving people. And that was not surprising that the same guy who made one of the greatest war films of all time, Saving Private Ryan, was also the backer behind Medal of Honor, Steven Spielberg. Because he knew that games were going to be such a huge medium. Right. So he's like, I want to tell great stories through. I didn't even know that. He almost got into Halo. Well, like he was, he oh, was really? supposed to direct the Halo uh, um, okay. series. Not the, not even the movie. It was going to be That's a series. Crazy. My camera will not focus. There it goes. Um, so Steven Spielberg, like he, oh, he, he totally he gives a fuck it. about gaming. And like he knows that's where, yeah. Well, it's funny that you brought yeah. up the silent protagonist thing in this game because the game that changed it all for me, like obviously I had Doom, I had Quake, yeah. which is, but it was half the most notorious shocker, right? Like silent protagonist ever. Yeah. Gordon, like the Half-Life series. Half more importantly for me was Half Life Two, but I I did play Half Life One and Blue Shift and Opposing Force, and then Half Life Two, Episode One and Two, um, and even Alex. But Half Life Two was the game that changed my entire world on gaming. That game came out, and I was just that's it. Half Life Two was it for me, and it, it, just the most incredible game to me. Like I. I fell in love with that game early. I'm still in love with the game. I go back yeah. and play it every fucking year. Um, and again, without Half-Life, no, we don't get don't Counter-Strike. Get... One of the biggest and greatest online okay, shooters of all time. Like, no Team Fortress. None of this shit. Like, you know, it, it's incredible to see what these games and these worlds can really create for people. Yeah. And like, bring to us because like yeah is the genre is more than just shoot head you win it's there's there's a lot of games that really change the entire spectrum of fps and that's you know again it all stems from doom and quake to nowadays medal of honor call of duty oh, we got uh, a battlefield um we there's so i have a lot so of much. experiences with yeah, battlefield we, i can think about just right now um Oh yeah, so let's, sure. let's 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 dive into Battlefield, and because our hot fix was longer, yeah. I do want to make this episode shorter. So we could we we'll probably sure. do but another ten minutes, and then I want to talk about we'll talk about Battlefield, and I want to talk about a movie coming out that I think we all should be pretty all right. stoked. So about. so let's go into for Battlefield. Me, Battlefield really started with uh, originally playing Battlefield Two. That's what I played by myself after school because uh, I right. didn't uh, have I, I don't think I played online. I don't know if it was because it just wasn't populated at the time or my dad didn't want me to play with people online because he knew that I was like I was young. I wasn't ready to deal with that kind of shit early on and whatever, because just because I wouldn't understand anything. So he was like, yeah, I played Battlefield 2 by right. myself against bots, which was so much fun. Then I went from that to uh, Battlefield 2142. Love the futuristic vibe of everything. It was it was great to play again by myself. It just, I felt like I was really living in these worlds. And then I went from that to Battlefield Vietnam. One of the best shooters I've ever played was Battlefield Vietnam. I love the music. I loved 
just you know fighting in the jungle and, and you know experiencing all the tanks and weapons and whatnot and just having that sort of fight going from that to bad company bad company 2 is one of my favorites especially because the story one of the best stories of all time was bad company fantastic oh, oh yeah they were, and then the that's where they went from that dude. right and then they were like all right well, now <laughs> we're gonna do battlefield 3 and everybody right. was like holy shit this looks beautiful this plays this is awesome yeah, it still holds up. It still holds they up. went from that to Battlefield 4. Oh my gosh. Like, you guys have outdone yourselves. Granted, these games all start out pretty trashy at the launches just because they're not, you know, completely filled. They're filled with bugs. They have other issues. You know, servers aren't holding up, that kind of thing, whatever. Hoping it's not going to happen this year with 2042, but I won't be surprised if we have issues. I'm just, I'll be definitely impressed if there are very minimal issues. Like, you know, if I can go through a game or two without ever experiencing any sort of weird bug or, or major game crash, I'll be truly impressed. Um, then they had... I'm hoping... Me too. They had Hardline, which Hardline was good. I don't think it gets a lot of praise because it was just so different, but I found it to be fun. The multiplayer was intense. Uh, yeah, Destruction was Battlefield great. Battlefield Cops like, and Robbers. I, I love the Levolution <laughs> in that, which is, again, yeah. they went from Battlefield Bad Company and Bad Company 2, and they were like, yeah, look at this little Destruction we can show you on a little smaller scale. And then they took 3, and they were like, we're going to have these things you know, happen right at the end of the game, like the, uh, the tower in Caspian Border falling. That happened usually towards the end. But then you yeah. had four where they were like, well, we're going to give players the opportunity to destroy things major. We're going to allow you to blow open walls. We're going to allow you to do this. But on top of that, now we're also going to give you events for each map where, you know, Pacific Storm or whatever, Paracel Storm. You had this massive destroyer that flies in on one of the uh, uh, islands, blows everything up there. You had the skyscraper falling, all that stuff. Levolution happened in Battlefield Hardline. Still just as good. Battlefield One, a little bit yep. less, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Absolutely. You had it was, but it, it was World War One, so you it had more less, of, uh, yeah. weather effects than anything else. You had sandstorms and whatnot, or uh, changing weather throughout certain things like that. Yeah. Battlefield Five, not even gonna really talk about it that that one that much. Didn't really like it. Did not enjoy it. I did not. I did not <laughs> think it was that good. Battlefield One is still better to me. Um, and now we're here with 2042, which is combining so many things Dude, together cannot wait uh as we just saw today with ea play that's when we're recording this uh which we won't talk yeah. about too much but ea or uh, battlefield portal looks pretty sweet um that oh, and, that, and that's taking it from Insanity. they said that's 1942 bad company to battlefield 3 and now 2042 and you'll be able to combine all those things and play on six new maps as well as the seven we have coming to 2042 the originals for those but then we'll have caspian border uh valparaiso uh no shark canals el alamein like we'll have all these other maps from these previous titles that have been redone for 2042 and we have custom game modes so you can have four u.s soldiers yeah. from the future in 2042 fighting off against 32 uh german soldiers from world war ii or you could have yeah, the little yeah, tanks you have the EOD bots versus the big tank. You have uh, people who are fighting with, uh, like they showed in the trailer, which I thought was sweet. You had a whole bunch of German soldiers fighting with knives while you had soldiers from Battlefield 3 using defibrillators. It's insane. It, like, incredible. It, and, like, dude. that's all in, just because they incredible. wanted to help their, they wanted to please their fans. They were like, we think you'll really like this. And as far as I've seen, lots of people really like it. It looks sweet. I don't. I, don't, I, I wouldn't understand what separate, anybody right? has to like, bitch about this. Like, it's not something... Portal, you don't have to play it if you don't want to. It's, you can... No. And it, right? Why would you not want to, man? They're giving well, you, you such, have, like, an yeah. in-depth thing. Like, well, it, you could 
You got to think oh, too. It, it's it's insane. You got to think too. They Oral also are starting with six maps from these previous titles, but you have how many titles from Battlefield Three? How many titles from Battlefield nineteen forty two? From Bad Company Two? You have all these games that you could take, and it's also yeah. these can be they can update this so they'd say, hey, guess what? It's year two. We're starting out the new season pass or whatever, the year pass. Guess what? We're bringing in uh, soldiers from Battlefield 4 or Battlefield Hardline or Some we're doing Vietnam shit. now. And you can take these maps and you can take these weapons yeah, and these outfits insane. and characters and now we can put them in and now we can make it even more crazy. Right? So that's impressive. And we're still right. not done. So they've only shown out, shown off the All Out Warfare, which is consisting of Conquest and Breakthrough, which are previous game modes from uh, Battlefield titles. You have Portal now, which is awesome in its own right. And yep. now we still have Hazard Zone, which is something completely different, which is, as they've said, is not a Battle Royale. Good. Battle Royale. Can, can, I, can I interject for a second? <laughs> Let the fucking genre die. It's done. I agree. Apex, Apex is, is cool. fine. Apex Let is, Apex, Apex be the last cool. fucking... I, I dig that, but... Yeah, and I do too. Funny? Let I that be the Apex last Legends, one. And they're going to be like, oh yeah, like what's your win rate? Or like, what do you, like how often do you get a, a number one dub? And it's, I would be like, well, every couple matches, like you're winning every like battle royale. And I'm like, no, bro, I play arenas. Like, and that's what I, that's my favorite part about yeah, Apex. Dude, like, I'm not a battle royale guy. I'll much rather play the arenas just because I love the, I love the combat, but I do not like, I do not really care for, yeah, for battle royales dude. in that sense so much just because it's hard to, hard to really find enjoyable for me. I just don't see it. PUBG, PUBG was PUBG cool when was it wasn't cool. done either. No, PUBG, PUBG was, was cool. cool before it was officially released. Now it's trash. Right. Yeah, I, we played the game it literally two, sucks. three weeks ago, and we were just like, this is what's happening now? This is how this goes? And it's like, yeah. Yeah, it's 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 incredible. It's stupid. But you wanted to talk about... It's stupid. You so, wanted to talk about a movie? Let Battle Royale die. I do. Are you done talking, talking about Battlefield? I'm I think everybody should check it out and play the uh, beta when it drops, I think, in October or... No, I'm sorry, September. It's, yes. it's, it's mid-September or something. Like that. September, the yeah. game comes out October 22nd for everybody who pre-orders and does not get the Ultimate Edition or does not have EA Play Pro. If you have either of those two, the Ultimate Edition or whatever the highest paying edition is, and uh, or EA Play Pro, which you, are, you basically get that edition anyway if you pay for that subscription, you get the game a whole week early, October 15th. Which you, you best believe. Right. I'm going to be playing that shit on the 15th. Sorry, Nick, can't make your wedding. Got to play Battlefield. Well, tell Perry you're pushing it back. God damn. I'm, I'm very... Gamer moment. Yeah, sorry, dude. Um, I'm super stoked on Battlefield. Like, you know, that game has a lot of yeah. uh, room in my heart as well. It's a very important game in the FPS franchise. Um, or series, rather. And I think 2042 is going to be just gonna nothing shy of ass. amazing. Um very stoked on this fucking game. So to really put the bow on this episode to talk about first person shooters, there is a new documentary coming out called first person shooter, the cool. definitive FPS documentary. And, you know, it's just, I think it's going to go through the entire history of FPS and, you know, there is a some synopsis, but I, it's a, it's a three hour oh. plus documentary. So it's, it, it, it's, it's, it's a big, it's a big movie, man. Like it's, it's it's got a lot of cool shit going for it. Um, you, you know, it's in Kickstarter phase. It's been funded, so it it, it will be coming out. Uh, they, you know, their reward systems are pretty good. They have you know the classic box design. Let's see if I could find the tiers here. 
let me see. I'm trying to find the tiers, but it's hard. Where is it? Oh, okay. So for a dollar, you get the Gordon Freeman, which is just okay. you're giving him a buck. Uh, $30 is the Duke Nukem. That's digital. $60 is the Master Chief. Okay. It's all in uh, Euro. Uh, you get a Blu-ray or, D- okay. or DVD and some other stuff. I went for the Doom Marine, which is the big box that comes with a bunch of cool shit. T-shirts, DVD, posters, big box, all that good stuff. You get the Quake guy, which is 350 pounds yeah. or Euro, whatever that is. And there's just, there's just a lot here, right? So, like, this is a very ambitious thing that I think this team is doing. And I think it's a very important thing that they're doing too. Um, you know, this documentary is going to be amazing. I, I really do think so. The cast alone, run through. Dude, it, yeah. Let me let me let me roll through this. John nice. Carmack, John Carmack, co-founder yeah. and lead programmer at ID Software, Doom. John Romero, ID Software, Doom. Tom Hall, Adrian Carmack, uh, Sandy Peterson, American McGee. You know. Yeah. It's insane, dude. Like Cliff Blazinski, Warren Spector, fucking is uh, Randy Pitchford, Scott Miller. Your life there, dude. It the list is goes. He, no, no. Uh, is, is, yeah, dude. It just goes. Oh, no, please. no, he's not here. Gabe Newell ain't gonna do it. But yeah, you know, I I really think you know, the angry video nice. game nerd's gonna be in it. Like, yeah. there's a lot of cool shit here. So I really think you guys like. And we're not being paid to say this. I'm not. We're not sponsored by this movie. We're not. Nothing. I I backed it as WASD and Beyond, and I really think yeah. this is an important documentary coming out that everyone should check out. I really do. Um, in our uh, show notes, I will add in the uh, the link to called the link to go to the Kickstarter. If if you, if you're interested in this, I highly suggest getting in on this. You know. Just support this. Let's let's. The more money they get, the more right. people they get in it as well. So, <laughs> yeah, check this shit out. It's gonna be great. And that's the again. This episode was just on our first experiences with FPS. There's it. gonna be more yeah. episodes pertaining to FPS, but we did have an hour this hot is... fix. So a, yeah. a forty minute Absolutely. episode is fine. So. I think. That kind of wraps it up. All right, yeah. man. So let's wrap this shit up. Yeah, let's, let's wrap this shit up with I'll shout I'll shout a couple of people out. Obviously, this episode was sponsored by Final Boss Clothing. Uh, they are doing a bully drop and a Resident Evil drop at the end of the month. It's on the thirtieth, I believe it was. Uh, be sure to check out their page to really get in on that. If you miss it, don't worry. They usually do uh, leftovers later later on. So you still have time to get that. Uh, so we will shout out the Boss Rush Network, uh, Nintendo Casuals, obviously Diggity guys. Podcast, because they're, they're our best friends. And we started a new show with them. You know, I'm going to continue to say this. Check out Objectively Bad Opinions. That's our new show with the Diggity Podcast. We're really trying to branch out into things that aren't video games as well. I'll talk about our personal stories, you know, things that we love, things that we hate how many people we fucking hate because like, there's a lot know. of people we don't fucking like yeah. and really grinding um, my gears yeah <laughs> yeah um 
You can find the WASD and Beyond podcast on Twitter and Instagram at BeyondWASD. You can find us on Apple uh, Podcasts. You can find us on Spotify. You can find us on Google. I don't know why you listen there, though. Um, you can find us anywhere you like to listen to your podcasts, though. So be sure to check us out, follow us, like our shit, rate us on Apple. It helps us grow. It helps us to make more content to finally, eventually here, get in person recording going and get into and, the uh, studio and, and all that. and as well not have to do it through VoIP have video yeah so the more you support us the more we're going to be able to really push the show further and OBO yeah. we'll be able to do some cool shit with OBO so just stick around and you can find me on uh Twitter at flies dot I don't know I don't have Twitter what, what did I change it to Twitter. yeah flies dot flies dot was nice. it's fitting yes and on instagram at flies.avi evan where can uh, everybody you can all find, find me on you, instagram at uh evan.hsl and um if you want you can follow my twitch page uh ev0n1 uh where i stream games with these guys with nick and uh, all the other boys as well as uh, some solo stuff as well of just you know red dead or whatever game is striking me at the moment where i want to play single player and stream and talk about last of us part two you know anything that makes me cry typically um but uh <laughs> yeah, no, you can follow me there. I'm going to try streaming today, which isn't going to matter to anybody here because this is Thursday. So what? Uh, tomorrow, if I'm streaming, there you go. Have fun. Um, so, yeah. Hell yeah. That's all I got. Cool. That's it. Putting the bow on top, everybody. We will see you guys Tuesday for an OBO, Wednesday for a hot fix, so much and Friday for a WASD. Uh, we're, we, are not, yeah. we are not adding any more shows. This is it. See you guys next week. Take it easy. This is the WASD and Beyond Podcast.